This is the Ivy Retirement Podcast with Peter Laufenberg from the Ivy League Advisory Group. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Peter provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding social security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful strategies to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is the Ivy Retirement Podcast with Peter Laufenberg. Hello, and welcome back to the Ivy Retirement Podcast. My name is Peter Laufenberg from the Ivy League Advisory Group. If you'd like more information about what you hear today uh, from our show, please give us a call at 866-360-2724 or visit us online at theivag.com. And while at the website, please check out our podcast page to check out our past podcast as well as subscribe to the podcast at Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or Spotify. Please don't hesitate to reach out with any questions or concerns that you may have to set up a face-to-face meeting or to meet over the phone. Today we're going to talk about something that we would typically talk about in March, but really we're going to talk about it here in June, and that has to do with taxes and tax filing. As you're probably aware of, the tax filing deadline was extended from April 15th to July 15th because of the COVID-19 pandemic. So today I just want to touch about on a couple things to think about while you're preparing your taxes um, and just some important information that you should consider and know as we approach the July 15th deadline. But before we get into that, I want to bring in my co-host, Tony Shore. Tony, how are you today? I am doing great. Thanks for asking, Peter. I've had a really good week, just crazy busy and uh, got to spend some time with the family and uh, of course our uh, small petting zoo that we have here <laughs> at the Shore House. Yeah, um, yeah the, the two dogs, the three cats, the rabbit. Um, yeah, I said no more about five pets ago. Um, yeah. but and you lost that battle, didn't you? <laughs> the wife and kids overrode me on that one. So, yeah. Uh, but yeah, seriously. Uh, I was just trying not to let you tax my patience while I was waiting for that introduction. See what I uh-huh. did there? I uh, see. We're going to do the dad joke. Is this because Father's Day just <laughs> happened? So we're going we're to pull out the dad jokes, Tony? Is yeah, the bad dad jokes. That's all I have is bad dad jokes. So yeah, uh, okay. if it has nothing to do with Father's Day, that's just my sense of humor, I guess. But um, oh. how have you been? Before we jump into it, what have you been up to, Peter? Well, Tony, you know, it's still at home, still doing that and doing the honeydew list. It's been hot for New Hampshire. It's been very hot. So, yeah. Um, but, you know, we're doing well. Um, things are going, things are starting to, again, we talk about it every week, I seem, but continue to turn the corner and slowly return a bit to normal. So, um, I'm doing well. Things are good. Thank you for asking. Yeah, no problem. So, uh, what about this week's episode? Um, uh, did you? Hey, speaking of humor, though, did you hear the one about the three accountants that walked into a bar? Yeah, you know, Tony, we're just gonna leave it there. I'm just gonna say they walked in to do an audit. Okay, I don't want to. I don't want <laughs> I, I, I to alienate our our accounting partners and our accounting friends, right. but. Uh, I do think uh, that for those of us who aren't accountants, Tony, um, we should talk about some valuable information uh, about taxes this week. Yeah. Well, and tax season is a lot of things to me, but easy isn't one of them. So how can we go about actually making it easier? 
Tony, one of the best ways, at least in my opinion, uh, to make the tax season and, and that tax deadline that continues the fast approach easier is to start gathering all the necessary documents uh, as a starting point, right? Uh, and that sounds very simple, but it, when you start gathering your W-2s from your employers or your 1099s from various different incomes, um, whether it be from your mortgage statement um, to a 1099 for a retirement account, these are very important documents that you'll need to complete your taxes. But by gathering all these documents to get started, you also start to think about the bigger picture of your financial situation. Ah, okay. That sounds good. So obviously uh, taxes are something that uh, we don't like to think about, but minimizing that tax burden, I think is uh, really important. And um, I mean, for the some people just use one of those online tax preparation services. And mm -hmm. uh, I think I, I know from the past, you get pretty far along in the process and then realize you don't have some of the forms that you need. That can be a huge pain. So do you have any suggestions on how to handle that? Yeah, Tony. I, I mean, I hear you on that. I just helped someone with their taxes and we ran into that exact problem. We were missing a, an important W-2 and, and we had to stop the whole process and, and dig through their house to find it. So, so yeah, it, it happens to a lot of people. But a, a great way to make sure you have gathered everything is to actually use your tax return from last year, right? Because it can be a good starting point to ensure that you have all the documents that you need. Uh, a lot can certainly change from year to year, right? And nothing is ever going to be the same or very rarely. But in my experience, you can learn a lot about what you need to prepare for in this coming year from looking back at that previous tax return. And certainly, you know, speaking of changes that occur from year to year, as with all financial matters, I think it's also a great time as you start thinking about taxes and preparing those documents to also talk to your financial service professional so that you can make sure you're making educated decisions on your taxes. You know, tax time is a double-edged sword for a lot of people, Tony, right? Because some people are really excited about it. They're going to get a refund or they're really hoping they're going to refund. But there's a lot of people who also dread it because they're very likely going to have to pay some sort of chunk of money into Uncle Sam. But everyone should be using their tax season as a way to measure their financial benchmarks, uh, so, so to speak. Yeah. And so what do you mean, though, by a financial benchmark? <laughs> well, let's let's think about it or put it this way, right? Think about a great quote from Ben Franklin. Uh, the quote was, in this world, nothing can be said for, to be for certain except for death and taxes, right? So if, if taxes are for certain, that also means that your tax season is going to be for certain. Every year, there's going to be a tax filing deadline, whether it's April 15th or July 15th. And every year, you're going to have to go through a process of gathering information. It is a great way to also use that annual tax time to also you know, schedule time or at least put it on your calendar to say, hey, we also should be sitting down to take a look at what is happening in my entire financial picture. What are my goals? Have I met my financial goals for the year, my savings goals, my, my goals on, towards retirement? Um, and if not, how do I make sure I can sit down with a professional uh, and make sure I, I'm going to achieve those? Yeah, and that's that's smart. So uh, when you say that you're not just talking about taxes, you mean uh, actually visit with a financial professional like yourself and take a higher level look at the overall financial picture and how the taxes affect that, right? 
Yeah, Tony, I mean, tax time, it doesn't have to be just about tax time, right? And don't get me wrong, it's going to be about tax time. You have to file your taxes, and that is necessitated by law by our good friend Uncle Sam. But on the other hand, no one is going to require you to sit down and look at your financial picture every year, right? The only person that's truly going to keep you on task for those savings is yourself. So why not use something that occurs every year, right? Tax filing season. Use that as also a time to sit down and take a look at your overall financial picture, your overall financial goals and your retirement goals, if that's where you are on the on the age spectrum. Yeah. And, and so, you know, on a typical year, which 2020 definitely is not, April 15th is tax day, uh, but maybe we could make, say, March 17th, the reevaluate my retirement strategy day, right? Uh, you could. There'd be a lot of Irish Americans who may not be thinking about that on March 17th. But yes, right. I think if you if you pick a date um, <laughs> preceding tax filing deadline, then yes, I think that's a good strategy for people. Yeah. And I'm half I'm 50 percent Irish. So uh, March I, 17th, I guess, won't work. I picked St. <laughs> Patrick's Day. That's probably why I had that date in my mind. Yeah. Uh, clearly, clearly three months later, it's still on your mind. Yeah. Yeah. There, there you go. So uh, but uh, one thing that does matter here is that we do take a quick break to let our listeners know uh, what you're offering and how you can help them get that retirement strategy in place. How do they get a hold of you? Yeah. So uh, at the Ivy League Advisory Group, Tony, one of the things that we really do is help people understand taxes both now and in the future, um, especially as they approach retirement and are in retirement, because we often find taxes is something that's that's overlooked by a lot of people. And if they're not paying attention, they can owe a lot of money in, in retirement. Um, sometimes we find people pay more money on a percentage basis in retirement in taxes than they did while they were working. So what I would suggest to people is, is uh, you know, sit down, have a conversation with us, give us a call at 866-360-2724 or visit us online at the IVAG.com and we can start taking a look at the whole overall holistic view of your uh, financial picture, but also using and thinking about taxation as something that's very important to plan for. Yeah, that's huge. And I think it's great that you offer that uh, planning for our listeners out there if they want to come in, set up that complimentary, no cost, no obligation consultation with you. Now, we've been talking about tax season here on the IV Retirement Podcast, and there's something you said earlier I wanted to ask you about. You said uh, it can be good to take a proactive approach toward taxes. What do you mean by that? Yeah, Tony, so there's a couple things at play here, right? The first is that by gathering what you need before you actually start doing your taxes will make the project the process much simpler for whoever whoever's going to prepare them, whether it's yourself or, or an accountant. The second is that, as we were discussing you know, previously, as you start to gather these documents, you're also setting up your entire financial picture to be a little easier to, to take a look at. Um, and also, now that everything's set up, you can be more proactive in about, about the decisions that you need to make um, as you approach retirement uh, and, and put money in correct savings accounts, what have you. So it's a great opportunity for you to prepare uh, and, you, and have all that information in one spot uh, as, and sit down with a professional and figure out what you need to do. Yeah, and that's good news. I mean, I, I sometimes ended up taking that cross my fingers and hope approach at tax time, which I assume you'd frown upon. But uh, <laughs> what do we need to be aware of this tax season as we look to close out our taxes? 
Yeah, Tony, so a couple things, we'll get down a couple nitty gritty things in the tax code and we won't get too specific, but keep in mind that the tax law that went into effect back in 2017, that's still on the books, uh, thankfully, for those who are for looking for lower taxes. Um, so the marginal tax rates, those have not changed from the year before, um, and you can find those uh, online pretty simply. The other part that has carried over from 2019 and will continue um, will have to do with deductions. So remember, deductions are really important part of your taxes taxes because deductions are a key way to reduce your taxable income and therefore also your tax bill. A vast majority of people out there are going to use what we call the standard deduction, which currently sits at about $25,000 for a married couple or about $12,500 for a single person. The other avenue uh, that you can use deduction is utilizing something called the itemization process. Yeah. Uh, there you go. And so that's interesting right there. What are some of the things that count then toward your deduction as you're trying to figure out what you need to itemize? So if you want to go down the itemization process, Tony, this is where you a lot of people are going to start tallying up their mortgage interests or their charitable contributions, dental or medical expenses, certain types of educational expenses, um, state and local property tax are usually a big part of that. Now, not everything uh, is going to qualify, and your income level is certainly going to um, dictate in many ways which uh, which deductions you can use. But you got to keep in mind that all of those itemized items must be larger than the standard deduction. And the truth of the matter is, with the with the change in the tax law, most people don't get over that hurdle. Um, so, so as I mentioned before, the vast majority of people now you just use the the standard deduction on their taxes. Oh, okay, so. If I'm understanding you correctly, if your expenses in those categories then don't add up to get you over the thresholds you mentioned, uh, which is $12,200 for single people and $24,400 for married filing jointly, you just then accept, uh, you'll accept the standard deduction and use that for your tax calculations instead of itemizing then, right? Yeah, that's exactly right, Tony. That's, that's what you would do. Okay, so Peter, what is a tax credit then? I, I've heard about those. Are they the same thing as what we've been talking about? So that's a great question, Tony, and one that I often get from a lot of people. So the the tax in the tax code, there's a difference between a deduction and a credit. Both of them are really good for people, right? Because both of them are going to reduce the amount of overall tax taxes that you're going to pay. But you have to remember, a deduction reduces your taxable income. A credit is a dollar for dollar credit um, that comes off of the amount of money that you owe Uncle Sam. So if you owed uh, the government $8,000, you can use a credit to reduce that um, dollar for dollar. So for example, let's say I owe the government $8,000. I have two children. I use the child tax credit. I reduce my tax bill from $8,000 to $4,000. So I'm not reducing my income. I'm actually reducing the amount of money that I owe to the government. So a lot of, there's a, a a number of credits that exist, but a couple of the ones that most people are familiar with um, are the child tax credit, as I mentioned. There's the health care tax credit that's related to the Obamacare. There's the earned income tax credit for those who have lower income. Educational credits, if, you're, if you are pursuing a continuing ed or, or earning a degree, you can avail yourself of that. There's even a savers credit for those seniors who are 65 plus who contribute to an IRA. Not only do they get the tax uh, deduction, but they also will get a dollar for dollar credit for their contributions up to $1,000. So if you know how 
how to use deductions and credits to your advantage, especially by working with a, a, a financial service professional, you can reduce your tax burden um, pretty significantly. Wow. So now we're getting deep into the weeds here, Peter. I, I can see why <laughs> yeah. I can see why people dread tax time. It, it seems like there's a lot to consider. Yeah, so there is a lot to consider, Tony, right? Because it, the way people have to think about taxes is at the end of the day, they are just a, a big, oftentimes complex formula to figure out your tax liability. And understanding how to use this formula to your advantage is the key. And, and not to continue to bang this drum, but it, it is a very good idea to be proactive about your tax situation and talk to someone who is knowledgeable about um, taxation. And that certainly that's going to be accountant, but I'll say this about accountants. And, and again, I, I'm not looking to offend, but uh, accountants, their job is to be a historian, right? They look back, they look at all the documents, and then they give you a report, usually your tax report. Very uh, very often, though, they aren't tax forward. They're not looking down the road and saying, okay, how is this tax decision going to affect my life in uh, a half a decade? And so that's why it's great to both have an accountant, but also have uh, a financial service professional that can tie all things together, both now, but also in the future. Take a really big picture, look at everything. Yeah, exactly. So this isn't a two plus two math problem. This is one of those more involved, hard to understand uh, word slash math problems. And remember, Peter, I was told there would be no math. I, I know that we go over this quite often and there yes. will be no more math Tony. I promise. <laughs> but yes, it, it is. You know, it, I really wish the tax code was as simple as a two plus two math problem. And quite frankly, it should be. But unfortunately, it's not. Um, and that's why we need to make sure uh, one, you have professionals in your life that are helping you, but that's also why before you sit down to do your taxes, you need to gather all of this information so that all of the um, ifs, if I do this, but what if I do that, all those types of things can be answered and can be answered in a, in a big picture view. Well, yeah, and everybody wants to minimize their tax burden, and it's <laughs> certainly a lot more fun to get money back at tax time uh, rather than have to pay in. Yeah, who wants to really pay more taxes? Everyone wants to get a refund. Um, you know, and there are a lot of good things that you can do with the refund um, when you get it. And, and I think that's uh, something we talk about here in a, in a couple of seconds. Well, okay. So uh, obviously, uh, this has been a very educational discussion so far. And uh, I think we should let our listeners know how they can get a hold of you to set up that complimentary consultation. Yeah, so if folks want to sit down and start having a conversation about their the retirement income strategy, how taxes are going to come into that, uh, please give us a call at 866-360-2724 or visit us on the IVAG.com. Set up a, either an in-person meeting or we'll also do virtual meetings as well. And again, we'll start that conversation about um, income in retirement. How are we going to plan for that? And how are we also going to do things in a tax savvy and a tax forward way? Yeah. And I want to remind listeners that this is the Ivy Retirement Podcast. I'm your co-host, Tony Shore, and we're here with our host, Peter Laufenberg. And Peter, it's been a good show. Uh, give us a quick recap of what you've mentioned so far. Yeah. So, so we're talking about the tax season and the fact of the matter that uh, tax deadline this year for 2020 for our 2019 taxes is a bit different, right? Because 
the COVID-19 pandemic, we've it's been moved from April 15th to July 15th. So even though taxes are coming up and it's a little over a month away or a little under a month away, now is the time to really start and being start to be proactive about tax planning, um, gathering all your documents, and also taking a look at your financial benchmarks um, and goals for the upcoming year and the upcoming decade even. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, you were talking about some beneficial ways that we can use our tax refund maybe, uh, right? Yeah. I mean, there are a number of ways. Certainly you can you can take that tax refund and go have a lot of fun. Um but what I want to talk about is maybe being a little bit more strategic about using those funds um, to help your overall financial picture. So, for example, you could take that money um, and contribute it to either a Roth IRA or traditional IRA um, that's going to help you down the road. Well, what's the maximum that could be contributed to a Roth? So in 2020, the maximum that you contribute to can contribute to an IRA, either a traditional or a Roth, is $6,000. And that amount jumps to $7,000 if you're older than 50. In order to contribute, though, you have to keep in mind you do have to have some sort of um, taxable earned income. So you have to at least have made six or $7,000 to be able to put money into those accounts. Plus, you got a couple advantages here, right? If you put money into an IRA, because that money's that you put in has already been taxed. The advantage here is that it's going to grow in a tax-free environment. And even when you take it out, it's going to be tax-free. On the flip side, if you decide to put that money into traditional IRA, it's going to actually create a larger refund because you're going to get a, an additional tax break. Which direction is going to be right for you is something that you should probably sit down and, and evaluate with your financial advisor. Well, yeah. And so basically what you're saying is max out those IRA contributions. Uh, what are some other financially beneficial things you can do with your tax refund if you get one? Well, if you get a refund and you don't want to fund your retirement accounts and you're a homeowner, homeowner, I think it's always great you can put some of that money into a home project, right? The benefits are going to be twofold, Tony. First, if you, uh, it's going to help you complete a project that you've probably been putting off for a while, and it also is going to help you enjoy your home a little bit more, especially since all of us have been sitting home here now for three going on four months. The second benefit is that this project is very likely going to add value to your home and it's going to extend the value of that tax refund, right? Because you got the refund and put money in your pocket, but now you've put it into something that's also going to grow. If you use your refund on a vacation, I don't fault you considering again what's been going on. It's going to be a great time, but that money comes and now it's gone, right? It doesn't have a, a lingering effect that's going to help your overall financial plan um, and put you on track for whatever your retirement goals are going going to be down the road. Right. And so obviously adding value to your home makes sense as a way to spend your tax refund. Uh, what's next? I would say uh, the third way or the third possible thing you could do, there's a lot of things, but the third thing that I would suggest to people is paying down your debt. Um, now, you can use debt in a good way and a bad way. I'm not saying debt is bad like some other folks, but what I'm saying is if you have, um, let's say, credit card debt, for example, that has very high interest, then here's a great way to use that refund to get pay down that credit card debt or get rid of it, right? Because credit card debt is usually going to be uh, 20 or 30% interest rate. It's very unlikely you're going to be able to use that money to get a return that high. So here's a great way to get rid of that debt, get rid of that high interest and the interest payments that you're making, and now put yourself in a, in a much better position to start planning for the future. 
Yeah, and I, I think that's really important. So uh, it's like getting, you know, new tires on your car. You know it's important, <laughs> but it doesn't bring you a lot of joy to do it. And I think these are some great ideas. Um, is there anything else uh, that may be specific to each person? Well, Tony, if, if we talked about every specific way we could go, this podcast would go on and on. So, That's true. But I, but I will say that there are a number of other ways that, that a specific return can bene- be very beneficial to an individual. And, and again, not to beat that drum, but I would say, look, if you're going to be getting a refund, uh, a significant refund, and you're not exactly sure what you want to do with it, that's a perfect time to sit down with a financial professional and say, okay, here here's this refund. Here's all my tax information. Here are my taxes for the year. Here's the refund I'm getting. How? What are we going to do and how can we start putting this together um, to either create a plan or at least modify my plan and make it better? Yeah. Very important. Good discussion. Very educational today, but we're out of time, Peter. Is there anything else you want to add before we go? Yeah, Tony, I would just say, uh, please visit our website at theivag.com or give us a call at 866-360-2724. And we can continue a conversation about taxation specifically for your um, individual situation. And then also continue a conversation, if you'd like, about your retirement um, planning, uh, as well as uh, figuring out exactly what to do with any type of... um, refund if you're that lucky that you may be getting this year. So again, uh, give us a call 866-360-2724 or visit us online at the IVAG.com. All right. Sounds great, Peter. And listeners, that concludes our time for today's episode of the Ivy Retirement Podcast with our host, Peter Laufenberg. Thanks, Tony. Everyone have a great week. Thank you for listening to the Ivy Retirement Podcast. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Peter Laufenberg at the Ivy League Advisory Group. Call 866-360-2724 or visit them online at theivag.com. Investment advisory services offered through the Ivy League Advisory Group, LLC. Tilton, New Hampshire, 866-360-2724. A registered investment advisor registered in the state of New Hampshire and Vermont. Peter Laufenberg and the Ivy League Advisory Group, LLC, are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.